Now we're recording, and it seems to be registering. Perfect. Good evening, everybody. Wait, hold on. No, I need to close this. Is that recording? Yes, recording? Recording? Yes, you're recording? Hello? Recording? Recording? Good, there we are. Hey, hi, everybody. Welcome to I'm Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined today by Bob. Hello. At his sexy three-quarters angle that uh, that really shows <laughs> off both uh, his his sexitude and uh, all of the really cool stuff in the store. Mm. Well, not all of it, like a tiny, tiny. There's many tiny cool things behind me. Portion of it. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it is. I don't have my watch on, so I don't know what day it is. It's the it's for February seventh is what it's going to be for. Always ask me. I always know. Why do you always know the date? Because I'm a se- I'm a oh, administrative right. assistant, and I work on Tuesdays, so or Wednesdays or whatever. You know, whatever day. Whatever day it's supposed to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm working, whatever, whatever and so I know what day it is. Whatever day we're, we're pretending this is. <laughs> hey, um, now. I mean, we don't really have to depend pretend it's not Tuesday, because we're not true. selling we're not comics selling to comics, anyone. No, no. We are, we're just we're talking, talking about comics about that are on sale they are February still in 7th, the store. 2024. So correct. Year um, of our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, sure. Sure, I'll I'll take credit for him, too. Uh, he can be my lord as well. He really not necessarily. But... I don't want credit for him. You can take it. <laughs> I don't know. He seems like a nice guy. And I promised to try not to yawn as much this week. My fucking good. Luck, <laughs> I did not watch buddy. the video, but I know I yawned a lot last week. <laughs> I yeah, I was. Uh... I actually slept through the night last night. So did I. Weird. Wow. Like my I... cat for the for some reason decided not to wake us up screaming at two o'clock in the morning last night, and it was amazing. It was really hard to wake up though. Yeah, man, I haven't had a good night's sleep in like three weeks, so uh, I can totally relate. But Planetary you know what? Planetary shit. Yeah, that's what it is. It's because the... Virgo's moon is in Sagittarius. You might be telling the truth. I might be. I wouldn't know. <laughs> you might. You might have gotten those it are by just accident. literally <laughs> astronaut uh, random words. astronomical <laughs> words, <laughs> which tells you exactly how much I know about what I'm talking about. <laughs> More anyway. than anyone. There are a lot of comics this week. There are. We'll go through them. We'll talk about them. That'll be a thing that we do. <laughs> no! <laughs> yes. Uh, let's talk about The Addams Family. It's good. It is really good. I like it's it. It's comic good, book is, is good. Uh, yes. It's a lot of fun. Also surprisingly good, I really love Alien. Uh, this this particular four-issue arc was really good. Uh, this wraps up really nicely, and uh, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of Declan Shelby's writing, but... Hmm. This was a really fun story. And so. Minky's got a good wrap his head around the concept of alien. I agree with that. I think that is true. And um, also he's a very nice person. I've he is him. also very nice, yes. He has been... And a good artist. He has come to the store Aww. occasionally, I believe. Yes. Uh, what about Avengers? I thought the art was a step up from what I've been seeing in Avengers. And other than that, as a comic I'm not following... It, I'm sure it's fine. It's sure fine. Oh, but I didn't really get it because I'm not following it. Fair. There's some people, they do some stuff. The Scarlet Witch is kind of badass. Um, These are things I can tell you about eventually. Fair enough. Uh, what can you tell me about Batman the Joker? <sighs> I can tell Origin you. of Joker joking. I actually read it. I was telling David this in the store. I read a, a review of this issue. And the review basically was like, this issue is confusing. The art is kind of all over the place, but I know it's good because Chip Zdarsky made it. And that was the review, and they gave it 8 out of 10. 
Now, yikes! I'm prepared to give it decent marks because I'm interested in the storyline. Um, but I also the the artist I that's called resting on one's laurels. Yeah, I I'm I got to read the whole thing, and it's three issues, so it's it's all over the place, and it's really hard to tell. It's one of those things where periodical single issue floppy kind of thing like telling a story that's kind of chopped up that way is like it can be difficult where it's like I think you need like normally I would say wait for the trade or whatever but like I would wait until you have a couple issues of it to really see because the way the story is told it's done in this like now it's the present now it's the past now it's like page to page to page it shifts sure and then also one of the big reveals at the end is entirely dependent on you having read the chip zadarsky written batman the night series oh boy so if you haven't if you aren't familiar i mean there's enough information in there where you can kind of figure it out but like if you were this was your first batman comic you'd be like what the fuck yeah fair enough so that's, I mean, it's fine. I also, the artist Sorrentino that is yep. half of this is a popular artist and a lot of people like that artist. I personally do not really mm. like that artist, but that said, I think this is high quality for what I've seen from them. Fair and enough. then the Giuseppe Camancoli art, I actually really like quite a bit. And uh, oh. if you are a big fan of Scooby-Doo... Mm which I am, you're Yo. going to probably like uh, this Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries with Solomon <laughs> Grundy, which is yeah. pretty great. He was just born yesterday. He, oh, hey, it's true. He was. Uh, and he was, I don't remember when he was baptized, but it was fairly recently. Baptized on September 22nd. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't really work with the rhyme, but uh, that's interesting. It's yeah. um, <laughs> the original first draft. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, you know, you got to kill your babies. Um, anyway, okay, so uh, we got Beneath the Trees where nobody sees. Oh, man, Marshall blew my mind with his theory this <laughs> week, and I can't even, like, should, can we share the yeah, theory? Yeah, sure, share that theory. I, so, think, I think that's fair. Coast City Comics employee extraordinaire Marshall on his way out of the comic store, just passing him on the street, he was telling me about, like, how there was a lot of comics this week, and there were some good ones, and, he, and this is a favorite of his. Recommended to him personally by Kyle Starks, which I thought was very interesting. It is really funny. Um, yeah. yeah. So his theory is that this comic is actually its people and that the person that's doing like the killing or one of the main characters is seeing everyone as an animal. Yes. And that blew my mind. I think it's a great, and great there theory. Are, uh, it's, it's one of those things where like, that sounds like one of those extra textual kind of internet theories yeah. that is, that are so popular these days, but it's not because if you look at it, there are some hints to that yes. to make that theory. There are, there are definitely things in the art that you would look at and go, Oh shit. Why is this? Yeah. And it's, exactly. like, that's, it's actually very, like, it's actually very perceptive. If you, yeah, it's very, and it, the coolest thing about it for me is that I didn't read about it on like bleeding cool right. or sure. something where it's <laughs> sure, like sure. someone told them the secret and then they're like, Hey, what if this was the case? And it's like, Oh gee, that's really a hundred percent accurate. I wonder if someone that you know, who tells you about yeah. comic books told you this fucking secret. It was like, actually just like Marshall who enjoys the comic being like, yeah, I think this is the deal. I and I was like, this. pow. So it's good. Yippers. I just noticed that I have our comics in sepia tone this time too. Oh no. Oh no. Whatever. 
It's actually our comics went came to us via the Old West. Yes, this is Pony Express stuff. Um, Birds of Prey. I I like it. Uh, I like the twist at the end of the arc, and um, it's good. You like it. You love it. You I want, want some, some more, more of, it. of it. That's correct. Also, uh, do you remember if you if you remember back six months ago when this comic first came out? I I was saying. The team is cool and I'm into it, but I wish Vixen was on the team. And then I saw the solicit <laughs> and Vixen is joining and I'm just like, all right, that I'm on, it. I'm on board. Get what rid of the that? wild storm chick and replace her with Vixen. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. hundred percent. Always get rid of somebody from wild storm. Um, Blanche goes to San Francisco, the reprint. I bought this. I mean, it's amazing. This is a great, this I is have a not classic, read it. wonderful I love story Rikiri. from, Rick Geary. I love Rick Geary, and I love that it's set in the flapper era, and I yeah. uh, love a cloche hat. And and he's doing his his best um, uh, rare bit fiend artwork, basically. Uh, that's Rick Veitch. Well, yes, but I mean, it, sorry, not. I didn't even mean that. Oh, I, I didn't even mean that series. I <laughs> it was, was actually, Rick, and I thought he well, was like a. No, that wasn't even my. I was actually mistaking it's Veach. it for. I don't know how to pronounce it. it. I, I John it will Rick. be listening and be like. It's fucking Veach. Dude, I don't know. If, if Jonathan Merrifield listens to it, he can tell us. <laughs> um, but it is, uh, I was thinking of Little Nemo in Slumberland. That's what I was trying to think of. That's his. That's the style that oh, I was thinking of. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, which is a totally different thing. Yes, it is. Uh, okay. I thought the rare bit fiends, I thought it totally. was like Rick. Makes perfect sense. Vermontian But, but I would have made cartoonist. that mistake. Uh, instead, I made a different mistake. We all make them. I make lots of them. So do I. Especially because my brain isn't working anymore. <laughs> um, what about Bloodnick? Blood, blood, blood. Bloodrick. <laughs> I did not read this. I, I, I didn't look, care for the first issue I loved the very first much, but you personally. liked it a lot. Yeah. It was, I was really into it and I didn't get to read this one because I came in late today. I was dicking around in the warehouse. Doing your stupid comic book thing in the warehouse. Or were you doing a t-shirt thing? Uh, I was not actually doing a t-shirt thing. I was doing, I was doing the listing things on the internet thing because it's slow as fuck in the winter. And so we need to make up some ground Mm -hmm. before my credit cards drown me. Shit. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Some eBay and some and some website. I'm trying to not give away all of our cool stuff to eBay. I'm trying to make sure that I divide it between the website and eBay and nice. other stuff and bringing it in store. I love that you. So, I love that. I love how you look out for your your. I don't your well, pa- patrons. I don't sure, know. I just don't want the store to look shitty because I'm because I need to make up some money. I want it to. I want to spread it out. So it takes a little extra work, but it's worth it. Nice. Um, Borealis. The story of that guy from Bones. Oh, I thought it was the story of uh, David Boreanaz. <laughs> I thought it was the story of that bread company from uh, Waldoboro. Yes, uh, when Pigs Borealis. Uh, I don't know what it is. I can't remember. I think I it's read the about. I know it's about the Borealis in some respect. I do remember reading it and being like, oh, there is actually a That's thing right. about this I stuff. did read this. God damn it. And I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. I didn't read this issue. I, didn't, I read the I didn't, last issue. I didn't look at it. Sorry, Borealis. Yeah. Sorry, Borealis. Um, <laughs> Borealis. <laughs> I wish uh, there was a comic called Borealis. I would buy do. it if it didn't have shitty art. <laughs> If it wasn't just sexy doodles drawn by David Boreanaz. <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, I would buy it if it if was it, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I bought just... that fucking Shia LaBeouf comic, <laughs> which is one of the worst comics I've ever read in my life. I mean, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Shia. I know you don't listen to this, uh, but uh, 
thank you for thank you for your donation back in the day. That was so funny. It's someday that I don't I don't know what happened. Did you sell it? Thing. No, I still have. You it. still have it. I need to. I need to put it up on the wall for the listeners who don't remember that <laughs> a, a episode. That was when Shia LaBeouf sold his ID to Tristan. Well, gave it. Gave to, it. To. No, it was it was a gift. Um, it was very strange. We got a. We got a. I mean, I've probably told this story like fifteen times. Not in a long time, though. But it, essentially, good. essentially, we got a. I got an email from someone claiming to be him. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Send me, send me along some copies of the book or whatever. And then I got a phone call from him asking if I'd gotten the books. And I was like, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. Here, let me open them. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, this, this total weirdo pretending to be Shia LaBeouf is sending me stuff. This is the most like ungodly gigantic like prank that some dumb fucking podcast is doing on me i can't wait to find out what stupid thing it is and i'm basically being kind of a dick you know like i'm not being a total asshole but i'm like i'm obviously not believing that it's him and and he's like okay that's super cool and i was like and I, I hung up and I looked at the fucking thing and he had like these cards for him and it like had his address on them. And I was like, this is this wait, these comics are all about like famous people that he would know. And he printed them off and wait, he's under house arrest right now. <laughs> Holy fuck. This was Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> and then, and then I sent him an email and I was like, thanks for the books. Um, would you want to donate something? We're doing a Kickstarter for our first convention. Would you want to send us something? And he sent us his license and he sent us because he had, he was under house arrest because he flipped his fucking Lamborghini or whatever (laughs) while he was wasted and broke his arm. And he sent us a photo of him holding his license in front of his face. And he's like, Hey, I'm sending this to you. And he tweeted it out. And that tweet for our Twitter account got like, 10,000 retweets. It was so insane how many people <laughs> that got to because obviously because one of the biggest movie stars in the world was involved in it. And he was a really nice guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean honestly that motorcycle comic was like it was it was kind of amateurish. I shouldn't I I I did misrepresent it by saying yeah, it was yeah. one of the worst comics ever. No, it I really ever, isn't. I can't remember what it was called. I think it was called like Cycle Dreams or something like that. That's the good one. And I and don't have like, that yeah. one anymore. I lost Oh, I definitely still have mine. I have uh, I have two copies of Let's Fucking Party, the other one that Oh, I sent. never even saw that one, I don't think. Yeah, so I wish I had a copy of Cycle Dreams still, but I have Let's Fucking yeah. Party which also good. <laughs> nice. All right. Cool. Uh, anyway, so that's the story. The story of the license, which Captain you still America. have. <laughs> Captain there. America is a comic book that came out. And uh, Conan the Barbarian is a comic that came out. Indeed. People love this book. This nice. is like the best reception for a Conan book in forever. Yeah. Honestly, like... Th- I've heard I've heard I'm, good things. I'm so I, surprised I just had how well it sells. It this was the series that made me finally realize that I just don't fucking like Conan. Yeah, but I don't you really know, either. Because like, I, I was like, I like John Buscema. Yeah, and or Buscema or however I can, I'll pronounce everybody's name wrong if I can. Sure, fine. Give me license to and. Um, this one came out and it's like they're just channeling the original artwork and it does really like they do a great job and. I just was like, I just don't give a shit. Like, it's Fair. he's just a muscle-bound clod who fucking <laughs> constantly just fucks and kills. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's that's people's thing, and that's cool. I don't want to yuck here, but it's not my thing. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, he really is not. It's not my thing, and I tried so hard. Like, I tried to read Conan books back in the day, and Ooh. I was just like, I just can't make it. I can't. Like, it just, it's not happening. I cannot make it through one of these books. They are just not my thing. But you know what is my thing? Is it Count Crowley? It's not going to surprise you at all that <laughs> Count Crowley is my thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. It really is. It's really good. And it's another one of those books that I want to shit on because of the fact that it is just, you know, it's just the polka dot man. Uh, it's just a, a fairly well-known guy, you know, in the Hollywood industry trying to make his his book into a movie. But yeah. you know what? Why not? This almost feels like that's not what it is. If it was, if it was, I a, think it does exactly. I, yeah, I agree. If it was a mini series where he was like, "There it is, it's done." Now I have the the setup for the movie. I would feel that way, but you know what? Is it that it's Dast Malchian or whatever that I guy? I wish I could pronounce his yeah, name. Yeah, I don't care about it. And the thing is, he is he walks the walk as far as horror fans go. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean, he is a huge, huge horror fan and he really supports the horror community and is like, also the count Crowley character is cool. Like it's, there's character development absolutely. in it and it's a cool story and it it's cool. kind of fright nighty in a way. Like it's very fright nighty. I like it. It's like a, it's like a, it's a play on fright night in a way, yeah. but yeah, it's it, Peter. What's his name? Peter, Peter, <laughs> Peter Vincent. <laughs> Peter Vincent. I got the Peter V. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I, I really like it and I think he's cool. So I will say that thumbs up. I get, I it gets my thumbs approval, thumbs up. And if you like, if you like your sexy books with extra sexy in them, uh, you're going to like crave the sexiest of the sexy books. This is the one where they cannibalize and have sexy cannibal stuff. Probably. Or sexy food stuff. Isn't it about eating? I thought that crave was the one that was about the weird app. Oh, I don't know. I didn't read it. Not the food app, the type that is on a phone. DoorDash. <laughs> it's about DoorDash. Uh, and here is Cull. Cull. I did not read, but I love this series, and I'm very excited that it feels like it's been a little while since the last issue. Maybe there was like a... <laughs> I'm trying to flip through this to, to find out if this is, if I'm remembering if correctly, is, uh, but yeah. all it is is just sex the whole way through, so I just yeah. I can't figure out what um, the The Cull series by Kelly Thompson, and I can't remember the artist's name off the top of my head, but uh, it's Kelly really- Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson and Kelly Thompson, and it's very good, and- David and I were talking about how sometimes like monthly comics should just like not worry so much about being monthly. So if it's yep. possible that there was like a little bit of a gap between this one and the last one, like more power, as long as it has the same fucking artist who is awesome. And the story is like continuing. Like I would so much rather have that than like a five issue arc with one chapter that has different art, you know? Man. Yeah, I agree. It's cool. But this, I think this one might also be a, like, you're not going to hurt yourself if you wait for the trade. Um, because it does like it is telling a complete yep. kind of mini story, but yeah, Cole is the Cole is great. I feel like that is true for almost everything he does. Yeah, probably almost every comic in general. You could say it, but well, in particular, this one. Yes, uh, and here's one. This is this is one of the best spinoffs of uh, of Gang War. Oh, By Daredevil. far, I, like the, this one. I love this Daredevil run. I think it's really fun. I love this artist. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know anything else that they've done, but uh, they've got this like weird, like 
if you took all of the stuff that's annoying about Todd McFarlane's art out of it and just kept the fun stuff, the parts where he draws like the cartoony things that are really wacky and like the big flowy, like all of the, all the clothes are just going crazy everywhere. And like the kids have really weird cartoon kid faces and Mm. everything about it. It's got a lot of that stuff. And I love that. Like I'm a big fan of Todd McFarlane, to be honest. I like Todd McFarlane. Um, I just, there's some things like as he progressed, he started emphasizing the stuff that I hated about his art, like the, the dark parts of it, like trying to make it more scary. Mm. And I loved his cartooniness. Like yeah. that was the part that made him like such a great artist to me was like, it was his, I can't his see Todd McFarlane's to art and not see cartoony. Like as right. a, like, yeah, like yeah. he definitely is like, has, there's like an, uh, a weird animation style to component to his artwork that I think is, a huge part of his art and I like it quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's like it's I think almost there's like a, a reason why he draws Felix the cat into everything right, he draws. Exactly. <laughs> or at least like, every issue of Spider Man. Definitely there's there's something there's something like cartoon strip yeah. about what he does. Yeah. Totally. That I very much like and it it is in that book. I definitely see it in that person's art. Yep. Uh Dark Souls, some sort of thing. Winter is mm. Sounds depressing. Winter. Um I assume is called something like that yeah all i know is that it's a video game that is too difficult for me to play Mm, that's every video game for me (laughs) dank dungeon the dankest of dark dungeons dank getting dank with the dunge um and dc's how to lose a guy gardener in a certain amount of days I genuinely usually very much am an easy sell on these, but this there was nothing in this book that was a bring it home for me. It's so funny because I looked at this and I said, there's only one way that they would make this, and that's if there was a point to it. Like this, you can't phone this one in because no one's going to buy it. And then I was like, oh, wait, I already bought it. It doesn't matter if other people buy it. You have to convince me to buy it. <laughs> Damn it! I fell for it. <laughs> Fuck! There is a kind I'm of the a sucker. There's a cute uh, Booster Gold comic in it. I just like when it's an anthology. Like yeah. every story has to be, you know, if you've got seven or six or seven stories in an anthology, you can't have only one of them be really good. At least half of them have to be really good, and maybe it's better than I. But I'm, I mean, I'm a DC mark, so the fact that I didn't bring it home is not really the best uh, selling point. Um, but uh, I did really like that Booster Gold story where he's like playing matchmaker and he's like selling. I liked that it wasn't Blue Beetle and Booster Gold, it was just Booster Gold. And he's like hustling and he's trying to make money and he's selling his like romance, like relationship advice. And then he's trying to help this guy who's, who's, um, uh, who's trying to impress this girl and, and then it turns out that the girl is the marine marauder who is a ancillary dc character from outsiders or no infinity incorporated whoa wow. uh just like a, a super deep dive um so i was into that and the art was cool and there's like a i mean i'm sure there's a, i i'm sure i'm selling it short if it's your thing it's your thing well you but know what is my i thing. do like the cover by amanda connor it's very good I love Doctor Strange. I didn't read it, but I do also love Doctor Strange. Oh boy, this is this is one where they're uh, they're really John Wicking Doctor Strange here. Yeah, 
don't worry, they're, the dead dog doesn't die. But they're fucking with bats. Oh no! Yes, yeah. there is I a, did see that bats was on the cover. Villain that is this is an entire almost exclusively bats issue, and there is a villain that is like fucking with bats, and you know that's Doctor Strange is going to go John Wick on him. Nice, you just know it. I'll be so, right back. Oh sure. Let's see what do we got here. Oh, uh, some extra stuff. I ordered extra copies of Dracula because we sold out of Dracula 4. If you want more Dracula 4, we got more of those. Um, and we've got the Fantastic Four, which is also a four, uh, a thing with a four in it. I dug it. I, I, I definitely dug it. Yeah, and uh, man, they got a good, I got just oh, the art, the art quality stepped up. And um, I, I liked it. <laughs> I thought, for some reason, I thought you were going to start singing I Love Trash. I don't know why. I love it because it's trash. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I was going to sing To Me Gustas. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm always good for a Sesame Street deep dive, man. Like, <laughs> set me up like that. Uh, what's the what's the Miss Piggy song? Oh, I don't know. Cuando le gusta le gusta. I don't know that one. I just know To um, Me Gustas. That means I love you. <laughs> me gustas too. What about Fire and Ice? Uh, I think this series is absolutely top-notch. I love it. Agreed. I'm sad it's this is the last issue. Uh, it's great. I really love um, everything about it. It's 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 If you like the Bwahaha JLI <laughs> era, like this is... I mean, it's like literally that's what they're going for with it. It is... That's awesome. That's it's it's sort of I trying to like the first two issues. I just didn't keep up with it. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. Uh, this is here is one that was damaged by whoever sent it to us, and so we have it this week. That would be Giant Robot Hellboy. Oh, that's why that was not on the list, but on the stack. Yeah. So is that like one that came out before? But yeah, you... it came out like two weeks ago or something. But yeah. it, but all of our copies were fucking run over by a truck you didn't put any out for sale nope okay good that means i didn't buy it twice nope you didn't <laughs> uh ghost lore i really like ghost lore it's good i also didn't read it this week um but it's leo max it's cullen bun it's whoever is doing the middle part this week or this month it's really good it's a great series and here's one that was i, I mean disappointing in one way I mean, it's a good comic book, but let's face it. What you really wanted was to see Godzilla making Fuck up it. with like totally, <laughs> totally fucking Mecha Godzilla in this one. Yeah, no, you wanted was... a nice romantic Godzilla story. Yes. I wanted Godzilla to like it was find a... love or something, and it was people. And I'm like, I don't yeah. fucking care about people. It was a romantic story, and it had very little Godzilla. <laughs> so it was not a sell for me, which is funny because Godzilla minus one was very much about yes. people, and 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 Godzilla as a like. So it's not like that's a a misfire completely, but um, but this one didn't didn't yep. cross. It didn't the, move the man. line for me. Uh, gone, Daddy, gone, gone. Uh, that is a comic book that's out this week. Yes, oh. I also forgot to read it. It's because it was on the shelf with the Toonie Terrors, and I didn't see it. And it's so big. Yeah, it's big. And it's Kaya jock. is out. I love Kaya. It is a beautiful comic. Kaya is fantastic. This is a, all the ones that I read that I like that I collect. I did not actually read this week, um, so I can't tell you much about Kaya. But it is a very good series that you should read. And if you've missed the ones before, you should get the trades. <laughs> 
one of the books that I think surprises me more than honestly anything coming out <laughs> is that I actually like Neil before Zod. I don't know why I just do. I, I cannot, no. I can't justify it. I think it's great. If it works for you. It works for you. Love Everlasting is out. Yep. Number 12. Uh, this is another damage. We had uh, Masterpiece, Masterpiece was totally squizzled last week, so we got it in. Cool. And Mortal Terror, I think, is another one. I think all of our Dark Horse stuff got smashed up. I think that was our problem. Wham. Um, once upon a time at the end of the world. Mm. Yeah. I stopped collecting it. Right right when they had the full porn issue. Yeah, when it got really porny was when I dropped it. I just, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it wasn't what I was looking for, to no. be fair. I liked it at first quite a bit. It was. It started out really good, and then it just got really existential, sort of. And it, it was weird because it started out as this like apocalyptic survival tale, but it, at some yeah. point it just, it no longer felt apocalyptic. It felt like claustrophobic yeah. in a way like no, there was I like agree. a ton of characters and then they just all started fucking and i was like i don't <laughs> it, it definitely I'm felt off. like it, it felt like it lost its way at yeah, some point certainly I, I took off um what is this thing called <laughs> i uh, can't see it it is called <laughs> look at it block 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 it's called the one hand the one the hand i did read this book i did not and I don't know what I thought of it. Mm. It's, uh, it is not my cup of tea is what I will say about it. It's doing a Blade Runnery noir kind of like, it seems as though I, I didn't really understand. There's a, there's a scene. I may not have read it closely enough to really get it, but, uh, there was some definite interesting stuff going on with like robotics and, and potentially hmm. or potentially hallucinogenic drugs, depending on what which angle they're going for. Uh, but it is overall just kind of a noir, crimey kind of story. Yeah, it just those stories aren't really my thing. So uh, unless they involve weird uh, black beetles or uh, the one good Asian, those are the only instances where I like a noir story hmm. or a criminal. Yep, those are all good examples. Uh, and to that point. Uh, we have Pine and Merrimack, which uh, I'm not going to lie. I think it lost me. Yeah, it's weird. I liked it and I should want, I, I kind of, it was weird. Like I looked at it and I was like, maybe I'll return to this next. It was a heavy week and I was kind of like, maybe I'll bring, maybe yeah. I'll go back to this one. But I, it didn't, it didn't win. It, it didn't, didn't win me this week. It did not move me. It felt I very. I like Kyle Starks a lot. I, I, I think he's brilliant, but I think in this case he was, uh, I don't want to say it's phoning it in. That feels way over the top. Uh, it just didn't feel, I don't know. There, there was nothing special about it. It almost feels like he was trying to prep you for what this book was going to be like with the kind of bland covers that they put on them. Like when, when it's like, Oh, Hey, the, the title has kind of a generic font. The covers just look like a romance novel. Like, well, the thing, I mean, we talked about noir and, and I do think it's got like, kind of like a, like a classic, like hard boiled, like thin man kind yeah, of yeah. noir. Sure and, I, and I recall with the first issue, I really liked the dialogue, which doesn't surprise me with Kyle Starks. I agree. Um, and I don't know why I just kind of like f- didn't put it in the stack, but I just didn't put it on the stack. It, there was something about it tell because lie. it wound up into this, like the hook was too confusing for this one. 
for me when it was like, oh, here's our conspiracy. And it's just like, okay, there's this glowing symbol. It mm. meant nothing. And it's like, okay, so we've started our, we've started a conspiracy with something completely inexplicable. Mm. And then we're, and we're also going for, there's this like trauma level of uh, a villain characterization that goes on when you use either sex trafficking or skinheads or like Nazi skinheads hmm. where it's like trauma would do that where they'd just be like, you don't need to write a character. You say they're a Nazi skinhead and you know that they're the bad guy. So mm. you don't have to, it's like a shortcut and it just feels very lazy and very like something that you use. You have to do something very specific if you're going to use sex trafficking. And it's also a terrible, horrifying real world thing that is like, you got to be a little, a little cautious when you bring it into these kind of funny books. Hmm. And I, for me, it just didn't work in that way. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like it was either treated strongly enough or given, I feel like it was used as shorthand for these are bad guys. So it's okay to beat the shit out of them. And like, it just, there was nothing else to it. Hmm. And that, you know, there you go. That's just me. Uh Uh, Poison Ivy. Hmm. No, not poison ivy. It's poison ivy. There was actually I was watching. We've been <laughs> watching a lot different. of uh, RuPaul Drag Race uh, for the last like several weeks. Why not? Seen, like, yeah, Allie loves it, and I've been watching it, just kind of getting into it. And um, there was a character. Or, I've been uh, watching the traders, so I have no fucking. Well, we to just started. On. Finally, got Paramount Plus. So I started watching Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, which is amazing. It um, is really amazing. until they got to the stupid fantasy one, or like the like fairy tale one, and I was like, "Ah, oh, really? Do you gotta always have one of these? You always have to. I mean, gangster it's such planet. A, you know, gotta whatever. have a gangster like, planet. You gotta or have a Nazi a world fucking, or whatever. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes or whatever yep. it is. Uh, Moriarty has to escape the holodeck. It's always got something's got to happen. <laughs> but there was this one dragon queen that came out dressed literally like poison ivy holding an ivy drip damn it and i shit you not like not it wasn't a like pretend didn't realize that they were making a poison ivy joke someone pointed it out to them one of the judges and they were like blank stare like huh and it was like because it was like the theme was like it was like a doctor theme or something like that so they all had like and so they just basically wore this like i don't know i i don't i still like someone got an assist on their costume yeah someone like told them to do it and they and they did it and didn't understand the joke or something i don't know it was really weird i was like how do you make that explicit a reference kind of funny reference and not like just that it was like crickets weird insane anyway whatever Crickets in their brains. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we have One Tree Hill with Red Hood. <laughs> uh, who loves that? I will you say do, do. it's good. I mean, it's the last two issues of Outlaws, so. It's sort of not. But it is. Well, Isn't it a reprint of the last no. two issues of Outlaws? No, no, it's an original. Are you sure? Okay. I could be wrong, but n- maybe that's where it started, what it started as. It is definitely the first issue of a new thing. Interesting. And Sean Martinborough, who wrote it, is an artist who I actually really like. And hmm. Sean Martinborough drew 
uh, Batman special that was called it was called Batman the Hill, and they established the Hill as a section of Gotham in that. And so I saw this as a sequel to that, and it's basically just kind of trying to carve out like an area of Gotham for the Red Hood to operate in. But I think that the uh, the story was good, but the real secret superstar of this is Tony Akins. Awesome art, awesome art in this. Like really, really good. Um, Interesting. I'm down. So I'm they got they got me for another issue minimum. Well, I'm ninety percent sure this is issue thirty and thirty one of of Outlaws, but uh, I, I guess it could be. I wasn't following Outlaw, yeah. but I don't I don't think that Sean Martinborough was writing that series. Fair enough. Oh crap! How did I not read this? I was so excited about this book. God damn it! Saucer Country. I love this book. I You're was, the one. I'm the one. I loved this. Me and David series. were talking about this. Like we were like, where did this come? Oh it's out of nowhere. Like Saucer Country is back to finish the run, and I was like, I didn't realize that there was like a lot of people oh, waiting for that. I, I don't know that anybody was waiting for it because it's one of those books that's like it was a Vertigo it, book, right? It was an everything book. It's one of those books that got bounced to every single company. Oh. It was. I think it was okay. It started at Vertigo, I believe. I think it went to Dark Horse, hmm. and it went to. IDW, I believe, Whoa. or maybe it it might have even started at IDW. I don't know, but there were like it literally like got kicked to so many different companies, and now it's landed at Image to do one last one shot to wrap up the whole story. Oh, it's just one comic. This is a one shot hmm. to to I tie thought, up the whole. Are you sure thing. about that? It looked like it ended on a cliffhanger to me. Son of a bitch! They they called it a one shot in the solicit. Take a look at that last page and tell me if I take a look at these it. hands. <laughs> Um, I like that Talking Heads reference. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll put the camera on you while I look at this. Oh, God, I love the art in this. I don't know. Uh, it's, I mean, it is introducing a new series. Oh. So there is a, there's a new series called Groom Lake oh. coming out in 2024. It's oh, called Groom that's Lake. This year. Colon, gray skies above. Oh, so, so wrapping saucer country and wrapping continuing it into yeah. another. Yes, I, I mean maybe honestly maybe I'm getting it wrong because maybe when they changed titles they changed companies because it was like saucer state and then there was like oh like there were different there were different levels of saucer. I never read it, so I just I, remember it being a comic because uh, I see all the comics. I was so into it when it was all coming eyes out. On comics. There was there there's this ongoing thing where there's a trauma about being abducted and so you have to cover stuff up with certain things in order to not experience the horror of the abduction. And the deal was that they would see bunnies and they were just these adorable bunnies that would show up in all of these different things. And anytime they were seeing something horrific, it would just be covered with a bunny. <laughs> and then the bunny would talk to them. And like oh, the weird. bunny was saying all of these horrific things about their abduction. Oh, wow. oh my God. Fucking brilliant. Loved it. Art was great. Nice. Uh, and the bunnies were adorable. Uh, Scooby-Doo, also adorable bunnies. Draculas. Uh, yeah. Bunny Dracula. Boniculus. Bonicula. And the sensational She-Hulk. Man, I was ready to drop it, and then I was really? like, nah. I, yeah, I don't know. It's Wow. I don't think I've read an issue of this that I haven't enjoyed. I like it. I just don't I'm not in, lo love in like it. with it. 
Uh, but this one, I don't know. Something, something about this one brought me back or kept me for at least the time being. But my time with She-Hulk may be numbered. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, boy. Uh, Shazam, where Shazam and Captain Adam fight at a backyard picnic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, Black Adam. Uh, what did Instead I call him? Captain Adam. I'm sure. You wouldn't want any super DC fans to be like, Captain Adam is showing up at Shazam. That would be awesome. Uh, no, what, what will be awesome is that they finally are bringing friggin' Talkie Tawny back into it. Yes. I was like ready to, I don't know. I, I honestly, I haven't bought the last two because I just was you really kind of in it. everybody else in the entire world. Well, I'm, I'm in for the next issue. This book does not sell no, at all. It's, sell, it's not long for this world. We sell so few copies of this. It is like... Yeah. There has not been a book that we've sold this few copies of that hasn't been canceled at the big two, like within. Yeah, no, months. it's it's well, Wade and Mora are off the series, so I yeah. can't imagine it's going to last too much longer. But that said, they might be like really invested in having a Shazam comic. So who knows? But um, and also uh, Sophie Campbell is going to write it after I mean, Wade leaves. You know how the uh, how DC and warner have been protecting their ips <laughs> they have not uh sonic the hedgehog that's the joke mm, that's the joke uh we got uh star trek defiant mm. oh we've got one that's on the floor i think it's mace windu uh star trek mace windu <laughs> star trek mace windu whatever i love that uh, guy from star, star warby one kenorby um, I'm going to start my own franchise and I'm going to call it space problems. <laughs> you know, it could all, it all just boils down to space problems. It does. <laughs> I, got, I came from watching strange new worlds, but I was like, the reason I like strange new worlds is because it's like every episode space problem. Oh. Hey, we're in space and we've identified a problem. Let's solve it. And then they solve it and then it ends. And then it's the next one. Hey, we're, we're further into space and we found another problem. <laughs> Let's solve it. And then they, they do. It's the formula. Like, I mean, I don't need a soap opera. I just need space problems. Uh, do you need... And the solving of them. Do you need Superman 78? I do, actually. I like Superman 78. <laughs> well, it's 12 o'clock. Don't be late. It's got the most Gene Hackman-esque cover oh, sure of, does. of all time. And we got some of these Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who are looking like elderly mutant ninja turtles on this cover they are it's because they're growing old and here they're looking like child ninja turtles no they're adorables adorba turtle uh thanos didn't even pick it up nope oh my god i've been going back so just to show how bad i am at keeping up with modern comics i've gone back and started reading classic uh warlock comics Mm. oh my god i love the adam warlock series so much did you read warlock and the flesh tones (laughs) no that's a different warlock Uh, can can you explain how chris claremont got away with that shit i don't think chris claremont wrote it well no i don't turn on on my camera he did create warlock the character for marvel yeah that has a oh and what's his what's that warlock's big villain oh the magus oh weird How the fuck you know i never you get actually with even thought shit. about that but uh but here's here's warlock in the flesh tones can it be seen yes it sure can nice all right and i found <laughs> warlock in the flesh tones 
Yeah, kids, get into our dollar bins. They're full of the full of treasures. Oh, man. Hey, while while you have my camera on, can I just show the other gem I found in the dollar bins? Sure. You you can't get it because I bought it. Horse. <laughs> it's a comic book. It's called Horse <laughs> with an exclamation part. Exclamation oh, point. believe me, when I saw when I was pricing those books to throw in the bins, I was like, oh, I have to read yeah. this. And then also, I'll even and throw another turn. Like, take a look at these hands. <laughs> take a look at these <laughs> hands. At these hands. Oh uh, man, it's good. Horse. I'll let you know how it is. But it look actually looks pretty good. I opened it. Looked well, at it. I broke know, your rules about not reading comics. Wait, know, that's not what your rule. I don't think I have that no, rule. You don't, you don't have that rule. But there is a comic store that I went to in uh, Topsom that had a sign that said reading is uh, it's against the law or something. Stealing. <laughs> reading is stealing is their sign. It's like the worst. It should say it should say eating's thing. not cheating. Yeah. Uh, thunder, 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 thundercats, cats. Uh, if you like sexy cat people having sexy cat adventures, you're going to love this. Uh, this, I don't know if this is establishing like a new, the funny thing is, is that I actually do like that. And I don't like this comic. I thought it was fine. Oh, no, I'm sure it's it fine. Was, I just, to be honest, I, you know, exactly. It's it me specific. It wasn't my thing. I don't I like mean, any of these toy tie in yeah, comics for the most part. It's not really like I wasn't looking for a, this is another Declan Shelby. Yeah, it is. And, I think he did a fine job. Yeah. I just don't know. If you there's, like Thundercats, it looked great. There's one aspect of it that confused me a little bit, and I don't know if it's like Riz, Thundercats. Your feelings about Chitara confused you? Sure was. No, uh, no, that was as a child. Um, no, the thing that confused me is, uh, so Lionel's a child? I thought he was a lion. <laughs> he's a cub. Oh, he's say. a little cub. Uh, Maybe it's the origin of Lionel. Well, that's the story is that in in the I don't think it's a big spoiler. I think it probably is canon already. But he was in the spaceship fleeing this giant war caused by these weird space pirate things Hmm. and space problems. His his uh, suspension chamber malfunctioned. And so he aged when the other children didn't. And so he's the he's he's a grown adult with a child's mind. Hmm. Which is a weird thing to have your main character be, but it does it does open up a lot of interesting storylines. See also Shazam, Shazam, <laughs> another very popular. Man. Look at all these callbacks that we are like nailing at the end of this thing. If you Look stuck it. with it, you're getting all the callbacks. <laughs> what about Venom? Uh, I did not read it. I'm sorry. What about The Walking Dead? I read it when it came out. It's fine. What about Wolverine? Madripoor Blues. Another one that I just kind of didn't pick up. What the fuck? What is I really did not do my work this week. I don't know. I read it. It's and, Claremont, right? Uh oh, is it? it I mean it I think you wrote makes it. sense. Yeah. Let's see. It's like basically like Because it takes place right after two sixty eight. Yeah, yeah. If you read if you like that thing where Captain America and Black Widow and Wolverine yeah. ran around this it's, fictional Asian city, yes. Uh, then this is more of that for you, written by Chris, Chris Claremont. Yeah, it's it's that story arc where Wolverine's healing factor has gone bad. Oh man! And he's dressed up as Patch in Madripoor, and Patch, he, the best disguise of all time. <laughs> like, wait, I don't need to change my this? hair, bub. I <laughs> just put this, on this eye patch. Who's this guy with this insane hair and claws growing out of his hand? Sideburns. Oh. Don't wait, need to shave him. Wait, no, he's got—he's missing an eye. That can't yeah, possibly be the same dude. Possibly be Wolverine. He's 
Cigar, Wolverine I, hair, sideburns. Yeah, but Wolverine has two eyes. Yes, so. exactly. <laughs> Wolverine doesn't wear a suit. <laughs> Honestly, that might be the thing. That might yeah. be what does it. It might just be that he's, you he's know, so garish. I haven't in seen his Patch life. go into a berserker rage. Once. Well, guess what? In this one, Patch goes into a berserker rage. Oh man, he's uh, known for those. Oh wait, no, he's not. No, he's not. He's not. It's Wolverine who's known for those. You're going to be shocked to find out that he's the best there is at what he does. And what he does is pretty. It is not. It oh, actually, it makes it See, makes Captain America. I don't ever laugh. win on Jeopardy. <laughs> Captain America nearly barfs. Oh. in this one, he's like, oh, I've seen a lot. But that's but I'm, I'm glad to see that I'm just never going to get used to it. I'm never going to get used to seeing Wolverine naked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a show at the state or a movie coming to the state theater that's called Banff Mountain. And what? Banff. <laughs> and I saw the sign and I thought it said Barf Mountain, but like with two Fs. I just think it's about Nightcrawler now. I'm calling back to my own brain now. It's really... <laughs> Ban no banf not bamf banf with two f's fair well here we big go big ass motherfucking <laughs> I, I need to find a film banf film do you know who wrote this who why are they not telling me it's us uh, it's uh, Simon Spurrier if you're talking about X Men I am or is it it's or Kieran Gillen. That's okay. what it is. Kieran that Gillen. would make sense why he knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this it is, makes sense because he wrote it. This issue fucking rules. First it, off, I it, love it. Uh, as a huge X-Men fan, I absolutely loved this. And it calls back to a very specific issue of X-Men that pissed me off at the time. And it uh, is hmm. going to give someone revenge for a thing that pissed me off at the time. And Was it a thing Jerry Duggan wrote? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It was a thing involving hey. Nimrod and Nightcrawler. <laughs> I read this bullshit thing that that hack Jerry Duggan wrote. I'm going to fix it. No, no, it wasn't. I think it would be, it would have been like a Chuck Dixon. Oh, why whoa. Always, Wait, why do I always say Chuck, Chuck Dixon? Dixon. <sighs> no, the other the guy. one guy who Every like never wrote X-Men. single time I call him Chuck Dixon. What the fuck is his name? Chuck uh, Austin. Chuck Austin. Thank you. Jesus. I mean, at least My it's brain Chuck, is just Chuck Ugh, my brain is just made out of soup. Oh, we should have a podcast called Chuck to Chuck. <laughs> Chuck to Chuck. <laughs> where we read... just put them in a fucking cage match and make them fight. I mean, Chuck Dixon, what did he write? Uh, what didn't he write? He was, he Chuck was a... Dixon wrote Robin, Batman, right, he was like a Punisher. DC guy, though, yeah, right? like, he was a DC guy, but he was also, did, I think, a Marvel did guy. Did he do a run on Catwoman? Chuck Dixon? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think he was the original guy with Balint. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. I think so. He was All like right. the Batman writer for like a very yeah, long yeah. time. And now he's like getting outraged at like stupid obvious memes on <sighs> X formerly known as Twitter because he's a fucking spud. <laughs> Devo wrote a whole song about him. It's well, yeah. it's called he's... Jocko Homo. <laughs> Jocko Homo. Uh, okay, so let's see. What do we got here? We got uh, X. Yes. I like this. I really enjoy it, and uh, it has a very sad moment in it that is really fucking depressing. Oh yeah, uh, that was depressing. Oh my god, I did actually read this. X-Men that was comic. a very that was a really well written moment that really yeah like, it landed it resonated really well, and it was really smart. Uh, and it's it's something that someone with their abilities would do in the situation that they're in, and it would be a way that they would deal with their trauma. And it's really sad, and it was fucking awesome. And it's something that. 
like might stick too. Yes. Because of, you know, like I, I it's hard to discuss it without Right. Um, There's a big spoiler. Yeah, it's it's a it's a big enough spoiler I don't want to do. But like it it's it, it feels like it has some gravity, which is unusual in a comic where literally everyone has died twenty five fucking right, times. Sure. Oh my god, this is good. Holy crap. What is it? Young Romance? Young Romance oh my is God. so beautiful. I My brain like relax in a way. like <laughs> DC has gone to glossy paper and I hate glossy paper in a way that is like visceral. Like yes, I just really hate it. It does seem to it. be and like I, a tick for you. I and, <laughs> I and I get that. I know that other people don't care in the same way, although I know that there are people who share my proclivities of paper choice, but I knew this Young Romance facsimile was coming out this week and I at least three times had moments of great existential dread that it was going to be on glossy paper and thank god it isn't it's on regular ass yeah. shitty fucking it looks so good paper, it looks it needs so freaking to be, good needs to be and it's so funny because it's also uh they've translated it so it is digital coloring yeah so what you're I think getting, it might even be recolored I think it is recolored and it's the done cover I think is definitely in the type of spot coloring that uh, that Laura Allred uses a lot mm. of, and I fucking love it. Yeah, it's like, got like a I little love bit of her style, and I think that's the same style they use. A little bit more texture, a little bit more gradation to because it. Because I think they used, I think there's some zip tone in there. Yeah, it looks like. But what is significant about this comic, in case you're wondering, is that Young Romance is the first romance comic that was started by uh, Simon and Kirby back in the 50s, and it was originally a different company that published it. And at some point, whatever month this comic came out, DC purchased it. And this is the first DC issue of Young Romance, and it features work by John Romita and... Uh oh man, the guy I love so much that uh, with the Justice League guy, um, Superman names that names. Oh God, why can't I think of his name? I don't know. They're not going to tell me. No, it's not in. It's probably not in the credits. It's uh, he drew like he was the first Justice League artist, and he also drew the Mod Wonder Woman and. Oh shit! I'm. Uh, I hate that I cannot think of this name right now. It is just the worst. But anyway, it's got some classic, classic artwork in it, and it's a great, great issue. And and just totally out of nowhere, like DC, like reprinting this comic, like it's just like such a weird thing that like you only would do if you just like like comics and like it's cool. It's just yeah. really cool that this came out time for Valentine's day. <laughs> um, oh my God. Mike Sawitsky. Sikowski. Sikowski. Thank you. Thank you. Internet. Michael yeah. Sikowski. Mike Sikowski. Mike Wazowski. Uh, uh, very, very great artist who drew many, 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 many things. One of those artists like, uh, um, like Dan Spiegel, like not from the same era, but like just that everything they do is good and they drew everything. Like, yeah, I bought three issues of Condor Man and they're totally by <laughs> Spiegel. And I'm just like, yes, he drew the Herbie the Love Bug adaptions. Yeah, yeah. It's just like this randomly shit. Sikowski drew uh, um, the Jet Dream backups in Man from Uncle comics. Like, so good. Like, so good. He did, like, everything is good. I gotta say, I, I would, I, I've seen that collection 
of the mod Wonder Woman issues, and mm. the temptation to buy those is always there. And I just know I'm going to hate them the second that I try to read it. No, but they're my good. god, they look really cool. They they're just, like, really the design good. is so fun. It's it's definitely like it's hack in the way that like old Teen Titans comics could be hack I mean, it's or Denny like O'Neil. Yeah, well, Smart I mean, but guy. Denny O'Neill wrote the like my ward is a junkie. You know, like it was at the That's time a like a issue. big. De- well, it's a great issue, but it's it's definitely like oh, it's I mean it. It doesn't stand the test of time, but I mean... Well, exactly, but it does, but it it's like right. within the context of that, like it's... Sure. If it came out today, people would be like, it's woke, you know, or whatever, <laughs> but like it's the, those mod wonder Woman, like they're definitely racist like i ching is a main character in oh, that's all true. of them that's true. and like but i do remember that that said just from like, the covers from having them in the store they're fun and it was like dc was like well we got wonder woman it's a character we're never gonna we're not ever gonna not publish but mm-hmm. nobody's buying it so what can we do to change it up and they did and it like stirred the pot and yeah. made people want wonder woman again like uh, the real one you know the costume wonder woman and that yeah. all came from doing that but it was it's great i think they're really fun and yep. the art's awesome same i think it's i think it's cool i just don't know that i would be able to read an entire trades worth of them <laughs> i yeah i they're good as single issues yeah. actually me and maddie were talking about this uh when i when i was talking to him down at the bar before the podcast about the difference between an old comic and a new comic in terms of its readability. And it's like in the same way that like, I'd love the idea of a monster Marvel monster trade or yes. omnibus, but like, there's no fucking way I would ever read one from cover to cover. Like Boy, you read I it, tried it, you read it That's one hard. chapter at a time, yep. you're not, they're not designed to be read that way. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's a different, literally a different language. Yep. I agree. Well, so true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's it. Lot. We got it. There's some cool mangas and stuff this week, too. Yeah. I'll do a video, so check the Instagram. Yes. Check the Instagram for the video. We'll show you all the other stuff that came in this week. And uh, we and we ask you to do your best to support us by shopping at Coast City Comics. Buy it. Buy the and, stuff. And uh, follow us at um, Actually Comics. Comics. <laughs> follow us at Coast City Comics. Buy the comics. Uh, and uh, you can find Bob at Dollar Binge. Buy comics at Coast City Comics. Sorry, I'm doing a subliminal. Perfect. I'm going to start doing that through the entire podcast next time. <laughs> good. No. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, Dollar Binge is. Uh, I actually posted a good one today where I interacted with uh, Sam Henderson, Magic Whistle. That made me very happy, and uh, I've been I've been posting some good stuff lately. Nice. Uh, and uh, I try yeah, always too. And that's it. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening or watching. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. I gave a peace sign, but no one saw it. (laughs) (laughs)